Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Sunny Thursday in South Mississippi. How you doing, Golden Eagle fans? It's the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson live on set. On location, Ramey Motors in Purvis. We'll be talking to Tony Purvis and Dakota Banker a little later. Uh, The place to go in South Mississippi. Such a great uh, place everything down here in Purvis. Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens at the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. Happy to have you along today. The weather got out of here and hope you and your family okay after a rough night of weather. But it is a beautiful, beautiful Thursday. And Kelly Sander back in the studios. What a spring day to end March on today. Great day to play some baseball. I just wish there was some going on tonight. Uh, certainly big series this weekend as La Tech comes to town to take on the Golden Eagles, which many anticipate to be the highest attended series in Southern Miss baseball history. That remains to be seen. We hope that that is the case. And our first guest today has certainly made his contributions to the Southern Miss baseball program, not necessarily monetarily, but his program at Pearl River has produced some great players that are currently in the Golden Eagle fold. Joining us on the Super Talk Mississippi Hotline is the head baseball coach at Pearl River Community College, Michael Avalon. In his sixth season, the Wildcats ranked number one in their junior college division in the country and this year uh, among others uh, that are headed to other schools and we'll talk about that in a moment reese ewing and landon harper two of the studs for southern miss both having terrific years played at pearl river and we welcome coach avalon now coach thanks for your time today well, thank you for having me. Looking forward to it and, um, you know, excited to talk a little baseball. Man, Reese Ewing and Landon Harper, Ewing an outfielder, you know, Harper a pitcher. Um, at what point did you know that these guys uh, had what it took to, to play as well as they're playing? And did you anticipate that they would play this well? Well, Reese, Reese Ewing was a, a highly recruited player out of high school that we were very, very excited about. Uh, I guess one of the uh, cool little stories about him, we actually signed him to do both here. He was uh, expected to play the outfield and also pitch. He's got a really good arm. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I guess that experiment didn't, uh, it didn't go great on the mound. Uh, he had really good stuff. Just had a, had a, had a little bit of a problem of, uh, you know, locating. So, um, you know, he, he made the transition to a hitter only, uh, during his time here. And, and it's been, you know, it went really, really well for him. And, um, you know, it's been pretty special to watch him uh, over there in the black and gold and, and how well he's done. He's gotten better, it seems like, um, you know, over the last two years. And, and that's kind of what he did here. Started off a little slow as a freshman. Uh, and then going into that second year, he just really came into his own and uh, was a really special player for us. Um, Landon Harper's a, a little bit of a, a different story. Um, we actually had him kind of pegged more as a, a position player out of high school. Uh, he was really a good defender on the infield, could really, really pick the baseball. Uh, had a good arm, but, but had some arm problems in, in high school. So really didn't know what we were getting on the mound there. Uh, he kind of came and hurt, so to speak, um, 
after his uh, senior season in, in, in high school. And uh, uh, But we worked him as a hitter. His arm kept getting stronger. We knew he had a chance one day to pitch. Um, you know, we actually coached his, his brother, Luke, too. Um, and um, Luke was a catcher for us, had a really good arm, kind of the same same story. Ended up putting him on the mound late in his career here, and he helped us a little bit there. But Landon, once we made the transition to the mound and he was healthy, man, he uh, uh, he was electric for us. Uh, Big-time strike thrower, as, as, as y'all seen. Really good stuff. But, you know, one of the things that was special about him was just his mentality on the mound. Uh, wants the baseball, wants to get after you, going to come, you know, going to come at you. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, has given him a chance to have such a special year so far. But, but, but both those guys, you know, it's, it's uh, really special to watch those guys play so close. You know, our guys get to follow them, uh, over there at that level. They get to, you know, we rode over uh, a couple weeks ago and, um, uh, watched, um, you know, Southern Miss and, uh, South Al play on a, on a foggy night or whatever it was, cold night that night and got to see both those guys help, you know, pick up a big win. So those are, those are special times for us at this level. Now, Landon Harper, though, the tenacity has been noted by more than one person. I think Bob Getty has described him as a dog out of the bullpen. But you said that this, this tenacity and his fierce competitive nature has kind of come on over time. It didn't necessarily start that way. Did, did it come on as a result of confidence, Coach Avalon, or – what are, what are your thoughts? Well, I think that is the you know the big thing is confidence, which 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 kind of breeds um, you know uh, you know as you get better uh, you get more confident um, you 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 kind of believe in yourself more. He was a little uh, you know quieter, I guess you could say early on. Um, but again, you know you're talking you know, and this happens a lot of times in high school where guys aren't sure. Hey, am I going to be a you know because you know everybody hits at the high school level, and so they come into the college level thinking. Uh, they have a chance to hit, and, and uh, then they realize that, hey, you know, hitting's probably not my thing. I've got a really good arm. I've got plus stuff. Uh, and so then, um, you know, once they tow the rubber, then they then they uh, start developing that uh, uh, tenacity, like you're talking about, that, uh, uh, you know, uh, competitiveness on the mound. And it, it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And, and, and there were times we had to say, hey, man, calm down a little bit. You know, you obviously want to go out there and compete and get after somebody. But too much is, uh, you know, that – that cannot be a good thing, and so he's had to. But coming out of the back end of the bullpen, I think that's one thing that has really, really helped him there. Uh, that's that's kind of his, uh, uh, you know, that's what he's good at, and that's where he gets himself amped up, and he wants the baseball. That's one thing that's special uh, with guys that throw uh, in the later innings is is they have to want to be there. If they don't want to be there, then then you got the wrong guy. And, and and Landon, without a doubt, was one of those guys that the more he did it, he loved that part of it, uh, and that's what I've noticed with him. Um, you know, this year is just the fact that hey, he wants to be in that big moment. He wants the baseball. Um, you know, and that's 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 special to watch. Well, officially, Southern Miss is headed to the Sun Belt Conference, and we're going to talk with Coach Avalon in a moment about some more of his players that are headed to other destinations in the Sun Belt besides Southern Miss. But right now, Luke Johnson in Purvis has some questions for Coach Michael Avalon, the head baseball coach at Pearl River. Coach, just one question. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of, you know, surprised at the pop that Reese Ewing has. I think he's at 24 home runs now through three and a half years of uh, baseball. That surprised you at all? Or, or did you – I think he hit 11 his first year with you. But he's got some surprising pop in his bat. Yeah, you know, he does. And, and, and for his size, that's that's probably the surprise. Is he's not the biggest guy in the world. Um, but uh, very, very strong. Um, you know, bat speed is good. Just, you know, one of the things that, you know, even more surprising about his pop he actually has, and, and I don't think he's shown it as much there as he did here, 
Uh, but, you know, pop the other way is one thing that I always was very impressed with him. He hit several home runs out to left center at our place, um, and that just they just seemed to keep going and going. But, uh, um, you know, I think the big difference, you know, I talked with Coach Curry a little bit about him uh, this year, and I think the big difference with, with Reese, he's done such a better job with his body, uh, just making sure that it's in shape. Because he's a really good athlete, but he had gained some weight there and, and, and didn't move as well. Uh, it's not that he was a bad um, mover. He just didn't move as well as he had in the past. And, and this year, I think that's been the biggest uh adjustment he's made he's in better shape um you know not as heavy as he had been um and just you know uh, his athleticism is 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 playing and it's on display so much more as far as the power side because of that i think so um but he's always been a guy that uh um has had a chance to be a special player um and it's just been really fun to watch and he comes from a great family um, you know, and, and um, they're big uh, baseball supporters. He's a big baseball guy, you know, from Faith Academy, which is a, you know, they, they have baseball players that come out of there every year that are really good players. And, and um, uh, so it's really, really good to see him do so well uh, this year. And, and uh, we, you know, we're very excited for him. Coach Michael Avalon has placed in his six years at Pearl River 61 players into Division One programs out of junior college. It is official now that Southern Miss is headed to the Sun Belt. There will be some Pearl River current members of the the Pearl River roster that will be headed to the Sun Belt next year, naming namely Jones County native Sam Hill, a pitcher for Pearl River. He is committed to Louisiana Lafayette. The big stud catcher at PRC, Matt Mercer, is uh, committed to Troy. And two guys on the Pearl River roster headed to South Al include pitcher Leif Moore and uh, the, ye, uh, the the one with the long hair, the flowing locks, the shortstop, John Griffin Bell. So you're going to have a lot of uh, flavor, wildcat flavor, in the Sun Belt next year, Coach. Yeah, it's you know we're 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 very blessed with a very good group this year. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, you know uh, you know as far as the recruiting side of it goes with our players, and, and and this is the same thing for us. You know, everybody has to have a need and a and a fit for a certain guy. Uh, and that's the interesting thing. As these, these recruiting stories play out and, you know, you got this guy, well, you know, why is this guy not going here? Well, they don't have a need for this guy. They, you know, they may not need a shortstop this year. And so that's, that's one of the things where you, uh, you know, this year we have nine different guys that are going to different schools, uh, at the division one level. Um, and I think we only have one that's, you know, uh, JG and, and Leif are the only two guys going to the same, uh, division one school. So you got nine division one, you know, talent players but it's all about the right fit right. Uh, for that institution and what they're looking for. Um, you know, the good thing for us is, is uh, uh, you know, again, we've got good players that are getting the opportunity. Right. Uh, and I think that's because of players in the past. When you look at people like Reese and Landon who are doing well, uh, that makes it easier for us to sell, um, you know, the guys that we currently have because, hey, these guys are going off doing so well at that level. Uh, All right. and, 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 you know, you can find that guy at Pearl River. All right, Coach, continued success. Thanks for your time on the Eagle Hour. Pearl River head baseball coach Michael Avalon. We'll talk to you again soon, Coach. Thanks, Kelly. Luke Johnson live at Ramey Motors and Purvis when the Eagle Hour continues in a moment. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back on a Thursday, Eagle Hour live on location at Ramey Motors in Purvis, Mississippi. 
Luke Johnson, Michael Mergens, Kelly Santer. Kelly and Michael at the Southern Bancor Studios back in Hattiesburg. I'm live here at Ramey Motors in Purvis. Big thanks uh, to Pearl River Community College baseball coach Michael Avalon for joining us in that first segment, talking about some of the uh, Southern Miss Golden Eagles on the roster right now. But uh, now sitting here is uh, Tony Purvis and Dakota Baker. And, and, Tony, what I wanted to do was, you know, if Dakota would have showed up in the first segment, I mean, who knows? Coach Avalon may give him a tryout down there at Pearl River. Well, I'd pull a hammy just walking on the field nowadays. Kelly, I was, uh, you know, we were going to actually suggest that, but but since Dakota got beat out by a seventh grader, you know, in that recent uh, purpose. Yeah, the alumni game, huh? Yeah, Jacob. I bet I hope Pearl River would love to sign that kid. I think where's he committed to state right now? Him and his brother already committed to state. And I was going to say, see you at Purvis. Purvis Burbally, is tough yeah. as nails this year, man. They got a great high school team this year. Yeah, yeah. They surprised a lot of people, including myself, man. They were real young at the alumni game. Looking at them, I was like. But the coaches said, hey, man, these, this is a team here that will definitely surprise you, and they sure have. And you talk about La Tech and Southern Miss this weekend. When Purvis and Summerall play, they're, you know, they're Lamar County rivals, the Battle of 589, and they're both in the same district. And I'm not sure when they play on the district schedule this year, but that's going to be a ticket for, that people are going to want to see if you love baseball, Purvis and that's Summerall right. this year. And, Kelly, this year you know, they do the Adidas baseball tournament at right. the beginning of the year. And Purvis and Summerall ended up having to play in the championship game, and instead of playing in it, you know, they got together and uh, they decided that the district game would determine who the champion of the Adidas tournament no was. No way. So instead of playing each other three times this year, they'll just continue to do the two and just make the championship game their final district Never game. nervous Purvis. That's right. And, and, and Luke Johnson, there is word on the street, too, that if uh, any major league coaches get fired this year, that Tony Purvis, with his 3-0 and record as coach of the U6 Purvis softball team, he may <laughs> Tell be... Tell us about it. <laughs> we got two... Both of these right. dudes are coaching right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to brag, uh-huh. um, you know, but... Uh, you know, they you you but only Brad, can score, you ahead. only can score seven runs in an inning, and uh, you, we've we've scored seven runs every inning, <laughs> so that's uh, pretty pretty good team. You know, uh, we've got a great group of parents and a great great organization. We get to play play here at Purvis. It's come a long way, man. It's uh, it's fun to get back out. Opening day was this weekend. It's fun to get back out there. You know, Ramey Motors has a team in Purvis as well as uh, Summerall. Um, so we got some sponsorships going around there for the local sports, but uh, love going back. Dakota's also uh, he's coaching two teams this year. Yeah, I've got the got the wee ball team, man. We're two and zero as wee ballers, and <laughs> is that is that an official term? That's an official three and four year old league wee ball. So you got t ball, and then you got wee ball. You got wee ball, t ball. So we're wee ball uh, undefeated at the moment. My TNU team, we're 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 a little rusty. You, we're, you, you know, you know why they working. call it you know why they call it wee ball is because when the ball, I don't want to know Kelly. No, when yeah. the, when the, when the ball is hit, the entire team chases it. That's what's going to be. All right. All uh, you guys, all you're doing is winning. It's all you really do down here at, at Ramy Motors. What, what do we want to talk about first, the, the motor side, the power sports side? I mean, I can kick it off over here, man. We're, we're, we're doing really well right now with lawnmower packages. Those, the hot weather and, and everything with boats and lawnmowers, they're, they're starting to kick off real well. Tax season's here. People's coming in. And, you know, we always keep that 0% financing on our uh, boats. I mean, not on our boats, our lawnmower packages. Uh, we can go out on these boats. Boats up to 240 months, which is huge on some of our party barges and nicer bay boats and stuff. Uh, but Tony and them, they've they've actually got a great selection of cars right now too. It's it's stacked deep, man. It's it's a good lineup over there. Before we go to cars, let's talk about these Gravelys in front. This is the uh, the Pro HD right here. That is the Pro Turn 252. 
Tell me about it. That's going to be kind of like your medium grade uh, commercial dual tanks, roll bar, uh, Parker, uh, or the ZT. 5400 axle so she'll run good man you can hook baggers to it um you know we got the hitch kitchen you can pull trailers around the yard but i mean you want to you want to mow in style and comfort that's that's the bad boy right because there. I, I think that today is the spring you know and it's going to be in the 70s like this is spring's last stand last because year. probably next week the summer will kick in and you need you a quality mower because the grass is about to grow high absolutely and, you know and if gravely's not your thing we got husqvarna too and we we carry husqvarna steel line products to go with all of our packages as well uh, got our VP racing cans to keep them full on the road um, and everything like that. And like I said, I always remember 0% financing on those bad boys. What, what comes with one of those? And we say this, a case tractor just came by. Like, yeah. yeah, She gone. She gone. So she sold. Is that she, what she, she, she sold. sold? So they're, they're selling right in front. But these these packages, what usually comes in, in one of these packages? So lawnmower or tractor? Lawnmower. So lawnmower, our biggest package is a 52-inch cut mower, 6x10 trailer with a 3,500-pound axle, a uh, steel weed eater, blower, or Husqvarna, whichever one you choose, and a Gravely uh, battery-powered uh, backpack spray. Nice. Tractor? Tractor package? Tractor packages, man. We Our big packages, you know, consist of like a 26, 36, 41, or 55-horse tractors. All come with discs, bush hogs, trailers. Uh, we can add grapples, third functions, canopies, tillers, augers, whatever you can think of. But we're really doing well with those smaller 55, 60-horsepower and under packages right now. Uh, we got financing up to 10 years on those. So wow. that's, that's been huge for us on our side. We've been doing really well. Tony Purvis, you got to pull all that with something. And you got a bunch of trucks on the lot. But you got some uh, you got some sports cars out there too that's right yeah we got a good uh large selection right now i think i got 80 on the lot um 80 right now yeah pretty pretty good selection too you know so from the 250s uh you know your diesels duramax we got a couple duramax out there a couple cummins got got a good selection of diesels and then uh we got some half tons we got some newer um, got a 2020 limited Ram we just got in. She's fine. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, I got air ride suspension. It's nice, Kelly. It'll. It's very comfortable fit. Um, but got a, got a lot of. Uh, got a couple of uh, Tacomas as well. Um, that's the cool thing about Ram Motors here is we're not partial to any brand. So you're gonna see a lot. You know, we got something for everyone. We got some foreign BMW. You know, uh, some stuff in that range as well. But. Half-ton trucks, diesel trucks, you know, fast cars, SUVs, something to fit the whole family. Tell me about this. Bob Getty's not on today, but this would be the Bob Getty Spotlight segment. Tell me about this Corvette that's out there. <laughs> that's actually what I was running late. Uh, you know, Luke said be in here at 118, so I, I, I ran in. Uh, they're actually on their way to go get that right now. But yeah, really? that's the so it's a, yeah, it's, it's a 2022. It's red. It's oh. got white leather. White leather. It's nice. Only 255 miles. Um, yeah, it's got that six two. Yes, yeah, 255 miles. That's it. That's it. Yeah, brand new 2022 Chevrolet Corvette, and that's going to be the cheapest in the country. Really? Uh, yeah. And so it's something cool. See, that's and that's fun, man. We we we're, we're going to get a good mix of stuff. Um, that's exciting to look at, but we got something for you know all types of budgets as well. And you, you, there's some Beamers on the lot, but you spoke about that. I see some some Toyota Tacomas. People love those trucks. That's right. But I mean, when you talk about inventory, I mean, who around who who in the Palm Belt right now? 80, 80 vehicles in stock right right now. That's that's uh, that's pushing it, man. Because uh, again, we're still dealing with what we've been dealing with for two years. So you've got something for everybody. Tell us about you know how financing works down here. Yeah, as well. Uh, like Dakota said, we got a wide range of uh, financing uh, multiple lenders um, 
you know, some of these used cars, you know, you, you hear the new cars, oh, we go 84 months. Well, we can do that on some of the new cars as well. You know, everything is with approved credit, but we do have some lenders that will go out to 84 months on, uh, you know, some 17s and ups. So we can stretch that stretch that term out, get the payment lower. we got low rates as well right now. Um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you see them price, you know, gas prices going up, everything does too, that had those interest rates follow. So uh, now is actually a good time to go ahead and get in, lock in that low rate, because you don't know what's going to happen, you know. If, if rates keep going up, it's 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 gonna the payments are gonna go up with it. So, right now, is still a good time to get in. You're in that happy medium. The rates are still low, as they have been from you know beginning of the year. So, we got a lot of a lot of options when it comes to financing as well. Um, we got lenders that will work with all types of credit. We're uh, at Ramey Motors today, sitting in right now with Tony Purvis and Dakota Baker. Hey, and one more thing I want to let everybody know, uh, Skeeter is fixing to be in the building. We are fixing to get our first shipment of Skeeter bass and bay boats. Yes, sir. And then we've got nine XL bay boats coming, too. So fixing to do, like Tony said, we're going to just broaden it out. We're not partial to one brand. So that's nine or ten more sweet aluminum uh, bay boats. And then we got, I want to say on order, that's supposedly confirmed, we've got ten fiberglass bays ranging from 21 to 26 foot. And then we've got a couple uh, 20-foot bass boats coming, too. So that's exciting to see. Little options, because Sander always has just just expendable income. (laughs) What does he need boat-wise? I think Kelly would look really good. In a fourteen forty eight John boat with a twenty five Johnson on the back of it, I mean that would that would be him. I mean, look, what as color. A, let me ju- let me just say this, you guys. <laughs> as a Southern Miss fan, no offense, I'm not buying anything with the name Johnson on it. <laughs> After that last one came through here, that didn't work out real well. You know, no doubt. How much no, time doesn't mean all of us are bad. You know, by you the know, way, it doesn't I'm, mean all of us. I'm not real knowledgeable in this stuff that you guys are talking about. It's all you know, hoots and clicks to me. But you talk about diesel, and, I, and I'm being don't make fun of me when I ask this question. What's the what, why would people want a, a diesel engine? What's the advantages of a diesel engine as, as opposed to just a regular one that that you normally would? Oh, have? They're just going. You know, diesel is going to last longer. I mean, it's just it's common. You know, you, you can see that you're going to get a lot, lot, a lot more longevity out of a diesel. Okay. Um, you're going to be able to pull more, tow more. You know, pull a lot, got a lot more pulling power. Dakota, you want to jump in and help out on that one? What yeah, you I think? mean, dude, the, the torque in them is just amazing. When you're pulling down the road with the gasoline, you're running 3,500, 4,000 RPMs, getting terrible, terrible fuel mileage. But, hey, the diesel, man, it just, it's a great torque curve, Good great stuff. pulling. Absolutely. All right, one of these guys is going to sit back with us on fourth segment. We're going to do some early picks for, uh, for the baseball weekend. But Eagle Hour continues from Ramey Motors right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by our friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill, right over the uh, 4th Street Bridge over Highway 49. It's a place where Southern Miss fans like to pregame, as they call it, and uh, meet up after the game as well. Lots of times those games are on television. They'll have the Final Four on uh, television this weekend, and it's always a uh, home of the 995 p- 
plate lunch special. Today was pork chops. Tomorrow is a catfish Friday. Fourth Street Bar and Grill, a great place to shoot uh, pool as well. Thanks to Slade and everybody there at Fourth Street Bar and Grill for being so supportive of the show. And Southern Miss. Well, it was announced yesterday, of course, uh, by the schools involved that they are now officially free to go to the Sun Belt. I'm talking, of course, of Old Dominion, Marshall, and Southern Miss. Today, the Sun Belt Conference actually released something making it official on their end. And I am quoting now from their social media release. Quote, we are delighted to welcome Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss as full members of the Sun Belt Conference on July 1st, 2022. With the addition of James Madison, the Sun Belt will increase to 14 member institutions with passionate fan bases, said Commissioner Keith Gill. This expansion will produce even stronger regional rivalries, something we're very much looking forward to this fall. Our future is bright, and the 2022-23 academic year promises to be one of the most anticipated in Sun Belt history. And I would think, Luke, that following up on that statement, they expanded this year. And when you look at the layout of the conference, the way that it is spread out all over the southeast, but still pretty much close together, I would think that the Sun Belt would be pretty well positioned now for the next 10 to 15 years. What say you? Yeah, I mean, it, Southern Miss, especially being Southern Miss, I mean, you are right in the smack dab middle. I mean, Marshall and Old Dominion come in, but they're at the, the eastern end of it. But it's like what Coach Hall was telling us yesterday, you know, the exciting part about it is uh, the travel for our fans and being able to, you know, have these really close rivalries. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Patrick McGee commented, uh, I, there's there's this Twitter account called like uh, All for One CUSA. It's a CUSA account, and they've been you know spitting some hate on on Southern Miss and Marshall and Old Dominion, and so they, they made some comment about how uh, how exciting the new conference USA is going to be, and. You know, Patrick made some comment. Well, that that weekend trip for baseball uh, from Jackson, Alabama to uh, to New Mexico State will sure be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know who you you're, know, who they're trying some of to these, kid. Yeah, some of these guys that you know, some of these schools that are coming in, man. I mean, you're look at how spread out you you were in Conference USA. I mean, you're spread out even more. I mean, it's crazy what it's going to be and. I just tell you, you know, this is uh, we haven't changed the conference in, in a quarter of a century, and, and this is the, the best opportunity that would lay out before us. So much more excited about this than than the American. And when you and, look, and, when and you the look, pain, lastly, kind of the, the the pain that we felt by being left out of the American. You know, I know there's been money um, that we could have got, but at the same token, I mean, the. the Kind of the you know the happiness that you feel now, um, you're kind of thankful you didn't get in the American a couple years ago. And when you look at the football teams that were added to Conference USA, on the surface, you would think that those are pretty good gets. University of Massachusetts and New Mexico State. But both football programs are and have been 100% grade A crapola for about the past 10 years. So... Although institution-wise, you might think that those are, those are good gets. They're too far away. They expand the Conference USA even further apart. And the football programs you got are just no good. Which brings, you know, if you're looking at RPIs or strength of schedules or anything like that, that only makes it worse. But, but again, we're going to be talking less and less about Conference USA and more and more about uh, the Sun Belt as, as time goes forward. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking too. I was uh, the new conference USA football schedules actually were were put out um, yesterday. Um, whenever you know this announcement came out, obviously they had to go clean up the uh, the stuff, and it, it just looks like everybody's got maybe possibly an extra open date or at least one open date. Like for instance, Louisiana Tech. Four in a row, Missouri, Stephen F. Austin at Clemson at South Alabama. Then they take a week off, and then they play, uh, let's see, they play eight conference conference games, UTEP, North Texas, Rice, FIU, Middle Tennessee, UTSA, Charlotte, and UAB. So probably what they did was they just added somebody from uh, from each division over. And, you you know, because you're, you're uneven now with 11, so you probably have, uh, what, two Two travel partners now for for just this um, year because those other schools are anticipating sure. you know coming in the next year so. But yeah, you've got you've got some teams from the west that would traditionally you know only play one or, or two teams from the east and, and you got some crossover. So for instance, like FAU will play UAB, UTEP, Rice, and North Texas. So I mean that that would be they wouldn't play you know those teams from the the West that that many like that. So apparently, then they may Kelly they may just be going with. Uh, I'll have to have to look at this a little more. I'm not sure if they're going to go with an, a traditional East West or because you would have what with with Marshall leaving and Old Dominion leaving, you would only have what four teams now? It, well, no, I, five teams in the East. Well, whether they do or they don't, I would bet that they don't because somebody would have to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> and Conference USA has not exactly uh, been known to be in the decision of business uh, making. Now, you know, generally on this program, Jeremy McLean, who is going to be on the show tomorrow, but but has been scarce and on purpose, you know, because he said until the until the uh, negotiations, if you will, or, you know, with with Conference USA were over, uh, you know, he'd been instructed not to, to say anything. And we get that. But he is coming on the program tomorrow and there will be lots of uh, cool things to, to add. Ask him tomorrow, too. Look, there are a lot of things that we'll get caught up on. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll obviously ask about, you know, these official statements um, and, you know, what his thoughts are as we officially now are headed, uh, what, T-minus, tomorrow will be three months. We'll officially be a member of the Sun Belt. Um, you know, also, uh, maybe maybe can ask about, I guess, the Conference USA Baseball Tournament, still Still on full go, but really, you know, this past weekend, uh, as they begin to uh, to unveil, um, you know, the renovation projects and and the plan as they've been raising money, kind of behind the scenes. And you remember, Jeremy uh, was they were going to roll this out, I think, in 2020, um, and then COVID hit the big pause button, and so I think a lot of people have been kind of waiting about. We knew some renovations were coming to Reed Green Coliseum, but well, you know, what does this mean uh, for other sports? What does this mean for um, for football? Is there you know potential for an end practice facility in the future for this and uh, i get you know jeremy's take on uh to being a baseball fan uh, louisiana tech this weekend and uh you know the, the the big scoreboard that they're they're currently so a lot to talk right. to uh, to the main man tomorrow he makes his return to the eagle hour yeah we're looking forward to that and he's always been very uh very forthright and has never has never said that we couldn't ask about anything now he doesn't necessarily answer it the way that anybody would like but he's not a you know but it's usually because of privacy reasons or whatnot but uh, he certainly doesn't back down from any of the tough questions so we look forward to spending a lot of time with uh, athletic director jeremy mcclain tomorrow on the eagle hour well we got uh, conference u 
USA Baseball this weekend. Oh, yeah, by the way, you know, Louisiana Tech's coming to town. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you want to talk about this is one of those this weekend that it won't just be, uh, obviously, us looking at or or just Conference USA looking at. I mean, this is going to be a matchup of two top, uh, let's see, top 33 uh, RPI team. So Tech right now sits in Warren Nolan at 33, Southern Miss at 28. So you want to talk about you know top two top programs, both of which Southern Miss 17 and seven, Tech 18 and seven, and uh, they're throwing Fincher tomorrow night, man. We'll talk more about this tomorrow, but I mean he's a dude. He's been there. I think this is year five for him, and he's he's throwing pretty good against the Golden Eagles. And uh, you got to be able to hit tomorrow. And seems as if uh, you know we hit we hit lefties a little better in the last couple of weeks than what we traditionally have. But Fincher's a guy that's given us uh, a lot of problems. So it'll be interesting to see how how that. That happens. But Kelly, Dallas Baptist, after defeating Louisiana Tech earlier in the week, still at number one. So as as much as that weekend sweep, you know, hurts you, uh, when you look at you got swept, you did get swept by the number one RPI team in the country and better to uh, to get swept by them than to lose, you know, two or two games to somebody outside of the, the hundred. And you were talking about Fincher and I'm not and and how he's been tough against the Eagles, but nobody has figured out how to beat him this year. Isn't he undefeated this year? Yeah, I think he's uh five and three and oh, maybe four and oh. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's been tough with everybody. So uh and that that'll set the tone. I, I'm not surprised at all if he wasn't he probably was their Friday night guy anyway, but uh, that would make sense to try to set the tone for the rest of the, of the weekend series. And he's going to be facing, you know, our, our best with Tanner Hall. Sure. So yeah, on the year, Jonathan Fincher five and zero with yeah. a three one nine ERA. He struck out thirty six and thirty one innings, and he's only walked four batters. So the Golden Eagles are going to have to uh, to find ways to get on base tomorrow. They're going to have to hit the ball to get on base because he's not going to walk anybody. And game schedule, the game schedule for tomorrow night, six p.m. 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. That's after you work your way over from the Rock for the spring game. And then 1 o'clock on Sunday. So 6, 2, and 1. The most highly anticipated weekend Conference USA series. And the last time these two teams will meet as members of Conference USA. Southern Miss against Louisiana Tech. That series and the rest of the Conference USA slate of games we're going to pick today so that we have more time for Jeremy McLean tomorrow. Luke will rejoin us from Ramey Motors in Purvis as the Eagle Hour continues after this timeout. Southern Miss to the top. Back at Ramey Motors in Purvis, Mississippi, Eagle Hour in the studio and on location today. Luke Johnson live in Purvis. Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens at the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. Happy to have you along. If you missed uh, the show we talked to, or if you missed the first part of the show, we talked to Michael Avalon, head coach at Pearl River, about some of the guys on the Southern Miss roster. If you missed uh, that, and just just a fun episode uh, show so far today, you can go back and check it out in podcast form iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as on demand at supertalk.fm. 
M. Dakota Baker joins us again. And uh, before we get to some picks, just a, a couple uh, notes. Women's tennis travels to Ruston tomorrow. Baseball team comes here, but our tennis team will travel to Ruston for a pair of Conference USA matches over uh, tomorrow, as well as uh, the first outdoor uh, meet for track and field. All right, baseball guys, here we go. What we're going to do is going to be picking uh, the series win, and, and Michael Mergens can get in on this um, as well. All right, Florida Atlantic at Rice. FAU currently um, 161 RPI, Rice 173. Cruz in his first year at Rice. Two out of three, who you got? I like Rice. Got Rice at home. Kelly and Michael? Go ahead, Michael. Go ahead, Kelly. <laughs> um, <I>, FAU is <laughs> a better team, but that's a long haul. Um, so I think, I think I'm going to go with Dakota and take the Owls, although I would not be surprised. Well, they're both the Owls, aren't they? Um, yeah, the yeah ba- go for the Owls. The Battle of the Owls. I'll yep. take uh, Rice. I'll take the Owls. <laughs> <laughs> Who are Owls they? for 500, please. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Marshall, 221 in the RPI at UAB. UAB uh, has been just kind of creeping around uh, the 100 mark in the RPI there at 103 this week. I like UAB. UAB's been kind of a surprise team so far this year. Um, I'll, I'll take UAB, too. That's, these, are, these are both real good ones right out of the gate. Yeah, UAB. I'm going to go with the Blazers. I guess I didn't. I didn't pick uh, in the first one. I'll go with the Blazers in this one. I will. Um, I'm going to go with FAU on even on the road. Um, so they, you take, they hit the ball uh, too well. So you're taking so the house. I'm going to go. I'm taking, <laughs> taking the house. That's exactly right. All right, uh, Old Dominion, who's surprisingly right now at 133, and it's basically because they've they haven't played uh, too much. They did get beat two out of three last week uh, at Charlotte, but Old Dominion at 133 RPI. They're down in Miami at FIU, who's a horrendous 225. Yeah, yeah, I think I know who I'm going to go with on that one. It's definitely. Uh... Why not just pick? I'm gonna pick the underdog. Just do the underdog. You're gonna go with FIU. Just go underdog. Why not? I mean, they're on down. a on a Old Dominion team that was a uh, number one seed last year in the NCAA. I'm just right. playing. Let's go Old Dominion. Okay, Kelly, Michael. I was gonna say FIU stinks to high heaven. Uh, I'll, I'll take <laughs> I'm Old Dominion. I'm trying to get a reaction yeah. out of Kelly, but he never said that. <laughs> Old Dominion. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Old Dominion uh, on the road um, for for sure. All right, Western Kentucky. Boo. You know what they have or they don't have currently 259, mm. and they're at Murfreesboro for Middle Tennessee. Who, by the way, even though they're 11 and 13, guys, 65th RPI. Yeah, I mean Middle Tennessee. I think they're a lot better than their record shows. Kelly, I'll tell you what Western Kentucky doesn't have is classy fans. Uh, so I'll take uh, I'll take the. Have I made myself clear on how I feel about Western Kentucky? Sure. Uh, Tell us more. Yeah, I'll take the Blue Raiders. Yep, Middle Tennessee. I go with Middle Tennessee too. Hey, this is kind of a sneaky good one right here. Um, Charlotte at UTSA. Charlotte took two out of three from Old Dominion. It's in San Antonio. Charlotte eighty-five RPI. UTSA eighty-eight. Dakota. UTSA. No, no. UTSA is not near that. I mean, look. Sometimes numbers can be a little bit deceiving. Um, I don't know. They might have. They might fill up those uh, ten junior high bleachers they've got with a, <laughs> a bird bath. Yeah, yeah, thirty-four people there. Uh, I'll take Charlotte. Yeah, I like Charlotte too. 
I'm going to go with Charlotte on the road as well. All right, Southern Miss hosting Louisiana Tech. Golden Eagles throwing Tanner Hall tomorrow. All right, tell me who wins the series and tell me how the games go. So, like, win, loss, loss, win, win, loss, whatever you got, Dakota. I think Southern's going to win the series. I really, man, they've been playing good ball, and the pitching's been really well from what I've been seeing. I mean, personally, I really look for Southern to sweep. Really? Wow. Yes, I think it's time. It's, there we go. You know how Southern gets this time of year. There's going to be a time where they get on that streak and they start winning a bunch, and I think the time's now. Kelly and Michael? Southern wins two out of three, a win on Friday, win on Saturday, lose on Sunday. I'm thinking win-loss win. Okay. You only live once. Uh-oh. No. And you're not going to play them again. I'm going to go sweep, sweep, sweep. I'm going to go win, win, win. It's going to be really tight tomorrow. Riggins is going to dominate them, and I think Waldrop will uh, pitch well enough on Sunday. But so guys, tomorrow is the iffy for me, but I'm going to go with a sweep. You, have you lost your mind? This is get not. I've out. lost my mind. Get this the is, out. Let's go. I'll tell you that I lost my mind. Let's go. Come on, Kelly. Get behind it. Western it. Kentucky. Western Kentucky's lousy. These guys from Tech. I mean. I know they've been crying on the internet and all that kind of stuff well, about us leaving, but they're they're pretty decent baseball players. Louisiana Tech should do something and try to get into a, a, a really good conference like Conference yeah. USA, right? That's what their athletic director said. There we go. So, hey, Dakota, thanks for hosting us today, man. We always appreciate being down here. Appreciate you guys coming. Enjoy it. Kelly, we missed you. We'll see you next time. I look forward to it. Jeremy McLean on the show tomorrow. Lots of uh, stuff to talk about. To the athletic director for Michael Mergens and Kelly Sander. Bob out today. I'm Luke signing off. We'll catch you tomorrow, same time. And as always, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.